Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Nick Saban did his weekly spot on the Pat McAfee show, for which he apparently receives quite a healthy stipend, uh, according to, to reports. Uh, you, you, brother, you know that he. You think you think Nick Saban would be doing a weekly segment no. in the middle of college football season if he wasn't getting paid an egregious <laughs> amount of money for it? He ain't doing it for the love of the game. I know he does love the game, <laughs> but that man, yeah, yeah, that man's that man's pocketbook is uh, is lined. That's up. right there next to the Aflac commercials for uh, line item in, in Nick Saban's you know, W-2 form over the year. That's his tax return. We got McAfee Bank, we got Aflac Bank, and then we got whatever Alabama's paying him, some ungodly sum of money. That man's doing okay over the course of the season. Anyway, Nick Saban started giving his talk, his, uh, his take on analytics. We've got a couple of clips that we want to play so we can talk about it. Um, let's hit the first one because this is the easiest one to start off with. Uh, and they talk about analytics, you know, saying that you got this percentage chance to make it on this down and distance on fourth down, so it's worth going for it. Um, but what the analytics really don't tell you is what happens when you don't make it. Well. Uh, so um, those consequences are pretty significant. You know, sometimes too, especially when you don't take field position into to you know account. But that would be something that we could have a conversation about. So, I I'm interested in this because it sort of shows the classic old school attitude of you know establishment versus analytics, and mm -hmm. it's always couched in the negative uh, framework of like what happens if we don't get it right. But the other thing is. Like, we, <laughs> he says, it doesn't even take into account field position. Of course it takes into account field position. What are you talking about? Every <laughs> single analytics model in the world is taking into account field position. Nobody is using a number that simply says, well, they say the chances of converting on fourth down is like 60%, so go for every fourth down. I mean, of course the numbers say go for it. Literally nobody is saying that, right? That is madness. And somebody of Nick Saban's stature cannot not know that. Like, it's an egregious and ridiculous thing to be saying. And the number of times you hear these people talk about, well, the analytics doesn't say this, 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 and this. And almost universally, the analytics, the models does. absolutely factor those things in because not factoring them in which is the point they're making would be idiotic i think i mean i agree with you completely and i i i honestly believe that the negative stigma that comes around analytics stems from coaches thinking that somebody's like coming for their job yes and, and and that's 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 not what it's that's not what we're trying like analytics doesn't necessarily I don't I don't think I'm I'm trying to like organize my thoughts here. Coaches believe that if you're using analytics, then it's like not how football was like meant to be played. And it's just it's not the case. It's always supposed to be supplemented. This is simply supposed to help you. Like we are helping you make better decisions. That's all it is. It's like a decision making thing. It's also not 100% guaranteed. Right. You're just taking a lot of things into account. And so every time we hear comments like this, and it's 
I, I hate criticizing a coach like Saban, who is who is clearly one of the greatest, if not the greatest coach of all time for what he has done in this dynasty that he's had at Alabama. So it's not like we're saying that we're better coaches than Nick Saban or that we could build a program better than him or anything like that. We're simply saying that the tool, the overarching umbrella term of analytics has gotten such a negative stigma from so many different coaches. And it's just not that. It's just they're viewing it in the wrong light. Right. Analytics don't exist to make you feel like you're wrong all the time. In fact, like it's supposed to be the opposite. Analytics exists so you make better decisions more often. Like that's the whole point. And it 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 is it has become this combative term. And it's just it, it's not supposed to be that. Oh, anal- analytics, it doesn't tell you what fi- what field position there is or what personnel there is or what happens if you don't get it. Yes, it does. That's yeah. the whole point of the like the win probability part of the column that you would look at when you have a guy who makes a decision for you on the sideline that kind of says to you, hey, if we don't get this and it ends up being this down in distance, this is what it should be. These are the percentages. This is what it's looked like for us. Like it's it. it I think coaches believe it's just success rate and success well, rate goes into it, obviously, but it's not just success rate it's also game game script and game flow and win percentage if you get it versus if you don't and and what becomes a worthwhile risk to take it's just a it's un, it's unfortunately another example of the negative view around analytics and social media like many things in the world does like makes this worse because i think people look at analytics and and people then just use decision making analytics and they try to like call coaches like awful coaches and things like that and there's just so many more things go into it but that's another rant for another day ultimately yes i agree with you completely analytics does take into account what happens if you don't get it or the field position and things like that and it just kind of sucks that a coach is prominent as nick saban whether he wants to use it or not believes that and voices but that the funny thing is yeah we're more than halfway through the nfl season almost that's what it tells me though that's what it tells me yeah but DraftKings sportsbook still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game new customers can bet just five bucks on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet on anything, five bucks. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener sweetener offer every single game this October. You can get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code PFF. So you can go check out Monday Night Football tonight. You got Niners, you got the Vikings. You can go do it right now. If you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ont. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.com. Sorry, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources.
the, the funny thing is, it's classic, it's disingenuous, and it's classic misdirection because um, yeah. he goes out here and he paints this, like, boogeyman analytics says this, and it can't take it. Now, number one, I'm, he probably knows that's not true, right? Because he's using analytics, right? The, even if he doesn't want to admit it. This was like, remember when Bill Belichick for years would bang on about analytics being a waste of time. Meanwhile, they're running like the most sophisticated analytics department in the NFL with Ernie, you know, in the booth on his own. Like they, they were doing all of this stuff and he would like publicly dump on it because he knew he had a better system than most people. So I'm sure Saban uses this stuff. And the way I know he does is because literally like 30 seconds later in that clip, he's talking about how... Uh, a turnover. He's basically equating missing for missing on fourth down, right? Not converting and therefore mm. turning the ball over on downs. He's mm. equating that with an actual turnover, and he's saying if you run the numbers, a turnover is worth like three and a half points, right? Well, how do you know that, Nick? Was it <laughs> analytics by any chance? Like. You can't crap on it when you don't want to listen to what it says and then use it over but, here to make your point. But a lot of coaches do. Yes. A lot of coaches do. And that that is, I, again, like I think that you are so correct in saying that it's a misdirection kind of a thing. And whether it's an on purpose, which, look, Saban is a brilliant football mind. So perhaps yeah. he is doing what Belichick, Belichick is doing where they have all these analytics, but he knows that he has so much power that if he says the analytics are garbage, then maybe other people will not use it as much as he does. But that's all it is, man. That's all these things are. It's just enhanced, contextualized data to help you make better decisions. That's all it is. It's not a guarantee. It's not a this. Like it is simply a tool that you use to help coach better in situational football. And what what will coach coaches will tell? It's it is funny because coaches will tell you this all the time. They will say, of the 130 snaps that there are in a football game, basically the game comes down to four or five plays, right? Four or five plays that you can point to that said this made all the difference in the world when it came to what the score was at the end of the game. They'll tell you it's four or five plays. Why would you not want to have all of the information that you possibly could have to make the smartest decision in those four or five plays that make the difference for you? That's all it is. Yeah. It's not It's not like the the only way that analytics is coming for your job is if there is somebody who uses them more open-mindedly, who then makes better decisions, who then gets better results than you. And this That's is, the only way analytics is coming after these coaches' jobs. And this is the thing. Like, this is now how analytics is affecting these guys. And we have another clip. So they, they finished up talking to Saban, and Chuck Pagano was on the show, and Chuck Pagano gave his little take on it. So let's run the second clip because I think this is pretty uh, illuminating. And do you see the graphics now even on the games? So instead of the team name at the bottom, if one team's playing another, they'll just run a graphic that says ESPN analytics say fourth and six or less oh. go. Yep. Or well, every time Joe it's Buck, on there. Joe, Joe, Why? Yeah, and Joe Bucks chimes in and says analytics says right here because you're over the 50-yard lane, anything up to fourth and six, you go. Tonight, Amazon uses it too. And oh, so if it, doesn't, if it doesn't work, then they're throwing that at you after the fact. What this is what it says. Everybody Why? on earth knows that one particular AI 
says this is 67 percenter. <laughs> yeah. AJ, Don't think about wrong. some think, of it's good, but think about that, AJ. Though that is a real thing to even think about there because he just he just mentioned uh, Carly, Jim, Pete. Okay, so that's uh, president of the Colts, uh, owner of the Colts, next owner of the Colts. Okay, so that's three generations. And she's down there. She's on the sideline mm-hmm. with these numbers in there. You could see how some coaches will just want to take the feel out of it because then they can cover their own ass. Mm-hmm. So analytics are now being like weaponized against these guys that don't use them because everybody else has them now. So it's actually the way that co- that coaches are now being pushed into using analytics is the fear that while well, the owner is being given this stuff, the president is being given this stuff, the GM mm-hmm. is being given this stuff. If I'm going against the analytics, I better have a good reason for it. And honestly, right. I think that's a good thing because the- Right. We should have a good reason for going against the numbers. It's not that the numbers are infallible because we're talking about these things that steal win percentage points, right? As everybody points out, they're not saying it's 100% you're going to hit this thing. They're not even saying Mm -hmm. it's like an 80% you're going to hit this thing. They're saying if you do this and you make the right call a thousand times, you're going to steal, you know, three plays, five plays, whatever it is, you're going to get an edge slightly over the people that aren't doing it that way. And over a long period of time, you win. And that's easier to prove if you're playing poker, right? And you're playing thousands of hands in a night. It's harder to prove if you're doing playing football where there's 100 snaps in a game, maybe, uh, on your side of the ball, you know, and, and small sample sizes and, and bad beats can go against you easily. But like coaches look at this from the what could go wrong point of view and everybody else is looking at this from the point of view is of what is the optimal strategy right only adjust when necessary